Well, hello, everybody. You're listening to the Woodworkers Podcast. I'm Ben Brunick, and I've got Phil Morley here, along with Ramon Valdez. How are you guys doing this evening? Wonderful, Ben. I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Awesome. Awesome, Good. man. Say so we got a special guest on tonight. Um, a, a brand new uh, two-year-old furniture or woodworker. Two-year-old. Two-year-old <laughs> <laughs> uh, woodworker. She's impressive, but not that impressive. <laughs> well, she's been doing it for. She's been woodworking now for two years, but um, has been killing it. Uh, Aspen Golan. Uh, how you doing, Aspen? I'm great. Thanks for having me. You are great, and we're all a little jealous. And yeah. I might have to unfollow you on oh, Instagram. Whatever. because I, I, <laughs> two, two years. I actually just did. I just, I just, I just, I just, I'm just done. I'm going to give up. I quit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, great great to have you. It's uh, looking looking forward to hear more about you. And, and, yeah. and how you got so awesome in two, in years. two years and three months. <laughs> oh, three, yeah. three months. Don't forget about the three months. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's the only thing that helps me feel better. Right. It's actually all made of cardboard. That's <laughs> no secret. It's all photoshopped. But, totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If anyone listening, if you go to her, what, what's your Instagram handle? It's just Aspen underscore Golan. Yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. nice I mean, and just boring. So diverse and exquisite furniture. And all. And I mean, incredible yeah. and unique. All of it. It's paintings and yeah, just yeah. impressive stuff. Really impressive. Oh, yeah, so thanks, Aspen, guys. Yeah, you've had this one. Thanks for thanks for thanks for being on. I'm so, gonna yeah, you're, faint over I, here. No. <laughs> Ramon, stop it. It's those t-shirts, man. <laughs> it's my socks and sandals. Oh, oh no, that's you, Phil. Sorry. <laughs> so, but but Aspen, you so you've been doing woodworking now for. A, a little over two years, but before that, I mean, you were you're have an artist background or an mm -hmm. art background, and and you've been doing furniture making as of late, which is which is you know caused everybody else to be jealous of the work that you <laughs> of, the, of you, that you're doing. And then you've just recently graduated from North Bennett, mm -hmm. uh, the North Bennett Street School, um, and are going to be the what, what's the term at Penland? What, what, what will be your title at Penland? I will be the woodshop coordinator. Woodshop coordinator awesome. at Penland, yeah. which is down in, that's down in North Carolina, right? Uh-huh. Yep. Right on. And it's a craft school. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit familiar with it. I'm not, not like, like in-depthly familiar with it, but we were talking before. And it's, it, it's one of the premier craft schools in the, um, in the yeah. states along mm -hmm. along with what anderson ranch and then what else haystack i would put in there too i've never uh, been okay. to it but i've heard it's amazing i'm actually going to go this summer but yeah okay. penland's amazing penland's wonderful yeah, yeah it looks it. it i was just checking out their instagram account it's a uh, pretty amazing the the classes they offer it's yeah like unreal <laughs> the studios are insane too i mean it's like it, the wood shop is fantastic and obviously i love it but right. i mean the iron studio they've got like fine metals they've got like oh my two floors of ceramics wow. like all of these looms i don't know they just opened a paper studio which yeah i mean i honestly i didn't even know paper was a thing until they <laughs> opened that studio up and it's, like, <laughs> it's awesome it's so cool yeah mm -hmm. Well, yeah, that's that's an exciting uh, new venture for you. So, what 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 would that entail? Like, 
do you know yet? <laughs> we will see, right? You'll find out. You're just going to show yeah. up. <laughs> um, man, I mean, that's basically the plan. I have a good friend, a woman, Ellie Richards, who is running it for the last four years. So I've gotten to like visit and see what she's up to and see how she does it. Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as like the insider view, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. I mean, I know it's it's up to me to make sure that all the machines are running well. Okay. Um, make sure that you know if there no sandpaper, that's my fault. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, you know, there's some like I also will be you know interacting with all the teachers and making sure that everything's set up for them and. Awesome. Um, totally going to be spying how, on all the classes. Right. Sure. How big of a how big of a class is that um, facility, the woodworking department, or how many how many students can they handle? They've got it's so the space is enormous, and you could probably teach like a hundred people in there at once wow. if you wanted to. But it, I mean, it's so big, it's awesome. But there's I think there's like twelve benches maybe. So um, Jeez, that's great. Every, yeah, so there's just like twelve big benches, tons of space around each of them, and then this like big old machine room big milling space and then like lumber storage uh, and, yeah. and it's a uh like a they do like a one two and an eight week class uh type thing yeah exactly uh, they've got yeah. Yeah, other stuff impressive. too yeah it's very it's very luxe yeah those places are incredible just full of you know inspiring dynamic people that are wanting to be there to yeah. to learn and so you just kind of rub shoulders with with everybody and then you come come back from from those you know seminars or whatever you call them uh, weekly classes or whatever and just full of ideas right yeah it's, uh, fantastic that's what I love about it I mean yeah. honestly like I've only done one wood class there the few the times that I've gone I've always gone to other studios because I just want to try stuff and it's like sometimes <laughs> yeah. it's so hard to get. I don't know it's like how do you get started in glass right. or how do you get started in metals you just look at it and you think like man that would be cool but like how do i you where do you even begin so youtube class, yeah YouTube. <laughs> not youtube, YouTube and then right. build yourself an iron works yeah. yeah right <laughs> yeah it's that's, fun that's cool. so you just like go and i mean as a furniture maker like i always kind of kind of looked at it as i don't know none of the classes were really angled towards furniture i mean outside of wood but I took a jewelry class that was specializing in oh, um, cool. like casting. And I was like, oh, oh my God, obviously so cool. I'm just going to like carve a bunch of weird stuff out of wax and then cast it in silver. And then I can like make my own drawer poles and like hardware. Yeah. And like, it just, yeah. And so I learned cool. the enameling there. Like I've been doing some glass enameling and I got my intro in one of their glass classes. Yeah. Yeah. Can you talk about that? So are you talking about like um, which it was like a cabinet on a stand that enamel or it's like a uh, bookcase. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the doors. So what are we seeing <laughs> exactly? Cause that looks amazing. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh. The, the image, the image on the glass, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, so cool. if you're on her page on Instagram, you can, she has, there's this cabinet on the stand and this image on You're like, what is that? It looks really incredible. Thanks. So there's go. one. Um, so go. <laughs> <laughs> The first one that I did was actually there's like a um, a little shelf clock and there's like an enameled glass panel right underneath the dial, which also I obsessively hand painted like a total freak wow. for no reason. That's <laughs> 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 like I look at it and just like that was a weird way to spend a night. Um, but, <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so the yeah, the enameling. So basically, I mean, the process is super, super simple. The way that I I started doing it is a little bit more. 
I don't know. It's, it's a little bit more specific, but so basically all you got to do is you just like take a piece of float glass, which, you know, I mean, it's window glass, anything mm -hmm. flat. Um, and you basically, you take this, this, it's called glass enamels, but it's basically crushed glass and all the glass people out there are just going to think I'm a total <laughs> fraud, but it's basically <laughs> like the glass enamels are glass that are then pigmented. And so you paint with the enamels or apply the enamels to the glass and then you fire it in a kiln <clears throat> and you get it so that, so that the glass like substrate and the pigment are both like basically like they turn into a jelly oh, <laughs> and then they basically yeah they vitrify and so, so then it, when it cools oh, wow. down like it's basically just a single piece of it fuses yeah and what's sweet about it is that when you're looking at the piece like it just looks like the pigment is like inside the glass wow, that's so because cool. it's shiny just like glass because so, yeah, at first glance i used to paint i used to uh airbrush yeah and so there's a technique where you take like a stencil and you make like hard lines mm -hmm. with the feathered that's what it looked like at yeah. first i thought that can't be what i'm looking at because that's glass yeah so that is really interesting and very cool yeah, well it's funny cool. i did use an airbrush actually oh. <laughs> but i didn't i didn't use stencils yeah it's um it's a different different weirdo thing that i made up um Basically. Well, well, not really. You, okay. I mean, you just use like a stencil, like like um, like an edge of a mm -hmm. piece of cardboard. It's not really a stencil per yeah. se, but you're using like a hard line and yeah. then like feathering the rest. That's that's what the technique looked like to me when I first saw it. But mm -hmm. yeah, I, I'll shut up because that's not what it is. No, you have a good <laughs> eye. That's like pretty close to what it is. Um, so basically, like the the way that the enamels go on. They're so, so delicate. It's basically like a, um, like a whiteboard marker. Like if you touch it at all afterwards before it's fired, it just disappears. So oh. you basically have to, you can't, so you can't use any sort of masking technique like you're talking about with cardboard because if you press anything against the enamel oh, that's, that's already on the glass, it's like gone. Wow. So um, I, the way that I started doing it was I, I would do a drawing. Do that? Wow. Well, I mean, most it looked terrible for a couple weeks, and then, <laughs> and then I like I sort of cracked the case where it's the simplest thing ever. I do the drawing on a piece of paper, and then I basically put the piece of glass on top of the drawing oh. on top of a light box, and then I cover the glass with tape, like blue tape, and then trace the drawing through the blue tape, and then I'll just cut a section of the blue tape out, peel it off and then spray that section. And then I'll just go one piece at a time. Crazy. Does that make any sense? <laughs> I'm just gonna say yes. yes. <laughs> it, it does, because um, I don't wanna, no. It, it, still, it just looks so, it looks, I, I mean, I just love the um, the dynamic of it from the, you know, the from one subject to the, not one subject, but one, aspect to the other yeah it's just so defined right well and it, the, the the poster did recently and it has you know the lady's hair and how it looks you know it's so layered and stuff mm -hmm. uh, so is this because no i don't really understand but is is this <laughs> done in is it fired several times is it layered or does it all happen at once that's where well, my I, mind's getting kind of hurt <laughs> totally well the first couple times i did it i tried to do it in multiple firings but then and this i don't know if it's getting too nichey going into all the details of this but basically <laughs> if you fire it too many times um the blacks this is what the um head of the pinland um, glass studio explained to me that basically the blacks start oxidizing and so the earlier firings will start turning red. 
And so you have to do it all in one go. So it's wow. just, it's like kind of, it's kind of stressful, but yeah, um, kidding. it's totally oh. worth it. And it's okay. funny, the idea came from um, sand shading, like the effect okay. of sand yeah, shading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see yeah. that. That's really yeah. cool. Well, yeah. So there's, there's this pair of hands holding a flower down your feet a little bit. And I mm -hmm. see a, it looks like a the airbrush, airbrush yeah. yep. there. Yep. But that just looks so amazing. I, I'm, uh, I'm kind of blown away on how that looks. I love that look. Me, how did you get into that? I am total. I'm also kind of just obsessed with that right now. It's that quality. It kind of reminds me of like Roman statues, just the right. way that light falls mm -hmm. on marble and the way that like, I mean, texture is almost irrelevant. It's just about those light breaks. Right. And I just, yeah, I'm loving it right now. And um, I, I love the way you took that kind of technique or the look, I should say. Yeah, and the back. And incorporated that into slats. some marketry. Yeah. yeah mm -hmm. with the, on, the, on the chairs, right? On the chair, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was so funny. I had to kind of sneak that in, North Bennett. Um, North Bennett isn't always super excited about my weird idea. <laughs> <laughs> So I, like, oh, great. Went, <laughs> no, they're like, Aspen, just make a chair. You can make a chair already. <laughs> no, that, that, I, I love that you did that. Somebody called it a weird chair, right? That's a, yep. Weird is good, okay? <laughs> I'm glad Weird you equals that. good. Yeah, that is amazing. Yeah, that one was so funny because um, they don't really, they teach marketry at North Bennett, but only for just like one quick minute during your fourth semester, which is, it's only a four semester program. So it's like right before oh, you okay. head out the door. Um, so I just, I was watching Silas Kopp's video on how to do it. And uh, North Bennett has late nights where the shop is open until about 10 o'clock. And all the teachers are gone and they've been gone for hours. And so I was just like, screw it. I'm going to try. <laughs> like, what if it's good? You know what? I mean, if it's terrible, I'll throw it away. No big deal. I'll have right, a tiny right. fire and it'll be gone. But if it's good, um, my yeah, secret wait, plan. That was your first time of doing it? <laughs> yeah. Well, she's only been doing it for two years. <laughs> Shit. Well, that's why you're no, good. It just takes no you a day to freaking do something <laughs> to so master good. It. Wow. I know. That's I, impressive. That's crazy. That's yeah. really cool. I love that. It was, it was like, a, well, I did three of those faces. So the first one was like pretty good. And the second one got a little bit better. And then that one was the third one. Yes. And I so still the, was almost, I'm such a perfectionist. Right, I, like, right. I almost threw it away too. And then, yeah, third it's like, time, that's, geez. it's stupid. It's like, you got to just, you know, nothing's perfect. It's right. like, it's just, it's more fun to have so, something imperfect and cool. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah. Is that like 142nd uh, veneer? And is that cut with a, a scalpel and then sand shaded? Or what was the technique you did for the, for that, the I, for the faces? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I used um, just like a little scroll saw. Oh, okay. That was mm -hmm. a scroll saw. Mm -hmm. And then sand shading. Mm -hmm. I love that dynamic, that was so unique it was fun to use I, I i mean obviously most of the marketry that i've seen is you know incorporating different woods and that's gorgeous but i was sort of i was just curious what would happen if you just used the sand shading yeah, and just a single like, right, single right, kind right. of that's what i love right. about it that's yeah that's pretty cool i'm yeah. throwing my marketry kits in the trash <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. the funny thing about marketry is like half the time i try it it just doesn't work. And I'm like, who did that thing back in the day when I knew how? Oh, 
and the, it's just like I do it all backwards and the bevel like the double bevel thing it's like it creates like you know, double the, beveled yeah backwards. it's just it's like, like awful <laughs> and then oh my god it's one way to create twice the size of a gap exactly <laughs> yeah it's like half the time it does that and I'm like oh my god yeah but so your your artistic background is really um it really shows in your work because you just bring all that and incorporate it into your new techniques it's so yeah. it's really cool very fun well i, I really think that makes uh, a big difference uh, at least you you can always tell when a furniture maker he may not start or she may not start out as a furniture maker but you can always kind of tell that if they have a more of a fine art background and i think it really does it shows within their work um and it definitely does with you because and i don't know your your back you know like at high school where you got into art but clearly mm-hmm. you got into fine art before you got into woodworking right yeah, yeah i've been, okay. I've been I was about, don't tell me you've just been doing that for a month I was about to just hang <laughs> up. Like, no that started that last week uh, got bored so I'm like a I'm a, a serial crafter. I'm a, I've been obsessed with. It. <laughs> I, I mean, that. honestly, wood just came out because I was like, I was sort of, I was fed up with being sort of okay at a lot of different things, and I was like, if I want to make a life as a as a craftsperson of some kind, you just gotta pick a medium and just roll with it right. at some point, and like really commit to it. Right. But yeah, it's like drawing and painting. Um, I weave, um, so nice. I have a big floor loom. Um, I've been weaving for a long time. Um, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> what do you think you found? I mean, are you, is that kind of what you want to do is furniture now? And like, obviously incorporating all these other things too, but is that, is that kind yeah. of the thing for you? That's what, what you want to do now, do you think? Well, cause furniture can be anything. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, right. right. It's like, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure for people who are into other things, they see the same potential. But for me, I look at furniture and it's like my weaving background. Like I can't wait Boom. to weave yeah, something and upholster with that. Like yep. I can't, I mean, I'm already. And you're already, already doing already the getting, glass, painting yeah. and yeah, carving, and I'm everything. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> the carving. Yeah, carving. Is... Yeah, a lot of, a lot of carving. I haven't posted most of my carving projects. I got to do that. I'm not. Shy, or shy you, about you posting don't. things. You don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> you really don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Yeah, this is really awesome. I keep on hearing mouses clicking. We're scrolling through your feed and checking this out. <laughs> oh, mouses. I was it's... like, mouses? What? Oh, mice. like, where are they at? Mice. Yeah. Mice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But just the diverse uh art that you do is is really impressive thanks so uh, impressive so you've, you've that been, it's not been out you've been <laughs> cold. you've been carving like for 20 years though right yeah i've been carving for about a year yeah okay, okay that's yeah. i got i gotta go <laughs> 20 years yeah i really feel like carving and drawing are totally connected though yeah but i don't I agree to that because i can't well draw, you have a good eye for proportion <laughs> and you know, having a good, an artistic eye is, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. the only thing that's going to make me feel better since you've only been doing this for two years. I don't know what to say. It's really impressive. Oh, thanks. You guys. I mean, honestly, yeah. like I, I mean, I have been making stuff since the, the minute I could move my right, right. tiny fingers. <laughs> um, and I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm not um, exclusive when it comes to crafting. I will do anything. <laughs> um, and I think, you know, it, it's funny. It all, it all started, I was pretty young. I was about 
10 and I remember looking around my house and just thinking, I want to be able to make every, I want to make a house where I've made every single thing in That's my awesome. house. Yeah. And it just became this super stubborn um, approach to understanding stuff. I mean, you know, the feeling like takes, learning. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. When you learn how to make a chair, after you make your first chair, every chair you look at is different. Right. Every That's chair right. you and look you, at suddenly. You never want to make another chair again. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I want to yeah, make for... one chair and hand them up. <laughs> well, it's I've only of... made like four. So. <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny. In, in our house, I've literally made everything and I remodeled oh, this house cool. and the whole thing. And awesome. People will come over and, you know, it's like, yeah, I made that, I made that, I made that, I made that. Everything I, I you know, I've just, Every single, I mean, tons of stuff, right? All the furniture yeah. and doors. And so there's this big statue thing of these elephants that are all stacked up that we got. It came from Indonesia or something. We bought it at this gallery somewhere. Mm -hmm. And people inevitably will always stop and just, did you make this? <laughs> like, You're like, this is the no, best look thing at here. Did you make it? <laughs> that thing is made out of solid wood and it's cracked all over. No, I did not make that. <laughs> <laughs> this is your best piece yet. <laughs> So now I got to stop people before they even ask. Right. I did not make that. You need to read that one thing. I made four things in this house. Four things. And one's the oldest one is 10. And I, 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 I don't have a lot to do with it either. But... It's, pretty, it's pretty easy. The ultimate craft journey. <laughs> They all can talk now. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah, as soon as I started yeah. working for myself, I didn't make a damn thing in my house. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I slowly do. Actually, you know what I do is when I build something and it's a small enough scale, I build two. And I found that helped for like going to shows. And then honestly, I end up just keeping it uh, mm -hmm. for myself. So we have, we have several things. We're, we're working on it. Yeah. But. Did now, we... did you have, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, was, the only thing I've been able to keep so far is my toolbox. North Bennett, like, makes you make a toolbox. Oh, yeah. And I almost sold it. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm actually, I'm super, and then I brought it home and it, the guy didn't actually want it. He wanted it for watches or something. And I'm like, who has oh, that God. many watches? Anyway, but, so I took it, <laughs> I took it back. And then the minute I unwrapped it and put it back on my bench, and I was like, I wonder if someone is going to buy it someday. Something rolled off the top of my so I rolled off a high shelf and just fell on it hard and it's got this big well it was kind of cool because i was like all right this is mine now yeah well that's what i do when i want to keep it put it in the house with my kids and it's like give yeah. it an hour yep. and now it's mine yep. <laughs> the kids have trashed it yep just gotta dent it beautiful record it. cabinet with crayola marks they're not allowed to that yet I've, I've got that red taped off yeah they're not allowed to that um i was gonna ask um you know, just I'm always curious because uh, people always assume with me they're like, "Oh, was your dad a carpenter? Was your was your mama woodwork? Or did she do mm -hmm. you know all oh, this that the other?" Which is no for me. But uh, were your parents um, you know artistic at all? Is where did you get kind of influence to just do this? I know you said from a young age, yeah, you were just always you know enamored with the idea of building. Yeah, um, is, was there any other influence uh, there too? I mean, I think it sort of skipped a generation. Um, okay. I hope my parents aren't going to be mad to hear that. I don't know if they're going to listen to this. But, um, <laughs> Only if they are actual artists and you don't think they are. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. 
my, my like so my grandfather on my dad's side was an inventor um oh, cool. ah, and i did spend awesome. a lot yeah it's really cool and it's like old school inventing right where um none of it happened on the computer i mean he had to make everything that he <laughs> right that he conceptualized in order to actually make it function so i remember being a little kid and being in his shop he had like you know a metal lathe and he'd be you know heating up plastic and in the, in the oven in the house and then like <laughs> molding it into different shapes for the things that he was making and i don't know i think that that's sort of like playful um playful seriousness that you need to have in order to be a maker i definitely definitely got to see him do that i mean and he was like a master at um, a number of things yeah i mean it's it's actually showed up quite a bit in my family but um i think it's one of the reasons why it took me so long to decide to actually commit to being a maker because there wasn't really anybody in my immediate family who was making my brother is also um, very artistic but neither of us Either of us like really um, let it extend outside like this, the hobby sphere right, for right. a long, long time. Mm-hmm. I think it's a scary choice, right? I mean, it's yeah, not, it's not <laughs> an easy life. <laughs> yeah, no yeah, yeah. I had to yeah. have like a big kid job for a few years before I would let myself do it. I had to like prove that I could be a <laughs> responsible adult, <laughs> and then I right. peaced out after a couple of years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You definitely have to love to create. Yeah. And so you had, I don't know where it's at. Maybe it was on your website. You did this, like, um, this footstool. Oh, yeah. It, are the legs different? All yeah. Are legs different on that? Yep. <laughs> so there's, like, a balling claw on one and then a queen ant. Yep. See, I love that about you. You you have all this. I mean, it's very the playful and whimsical. That one I can't actually take credit for. That one is, that's it's, a school. That's a cool, that? well, I think it's it's a pretty sweet project that it's, it's totally optional at North Bennett, but... Yeah. And I'm flattered that you would think that that was my call. But it's basically, um, <laughs> it's like a little way to try out like four tr- super traditional American legs. Right. Yeah. So there's like a ball and claw and a trifid foot, which is like the little duck, tri- the, yeah, little duck tri-fid foot. foot. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. My personal favorite. I know most people think the trifid's super weird, but I think it's pretty. No, I, I dig that. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's a good one. And then the slipper foot. Um, which if you're a badass, you can make it in like five minutes. I've seen <laughs> one of the one of the teachers in our program demoed it. And yeah, it's about five, five, six minutes. It's incredible. So where did I see that? At? I, can't, I can't find it. It must now. have been on my website. I haven't. Yeah, I haven't posted oh, okay. that one either. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's and then just, I mean, just I just love like in maybe in your stories on Instagram, you had these uh, marquetry pancakes. Mm. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> who thinks of that? That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) I get in a goofy uh, headspace sometimes late at night, (laughs) and there's no stopping me. I don't know what what gets into me, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. Sometimes it's easier to practice. Yeah, (laughs) I think it's easier to practice a skill sometimes when the thing just doesn't matter. You know, it's like you're not so uptight about. Goofy yeah. up or whatever. Yeah, and then like you know, best case scenario, you have some really beautiful pancakes. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. Yeah, some... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh no. Um, Go ahead. This, uh, the question that I had was in regards to like going to school at North Bennett. North Bennett is such a traditional. I mean, it's it's very traditional. Um, mm-hmm. Furniture making, and I'm I'm interested in in hearing like your um, 
uh, your decision process of going to school there. I, I've got my ideas as far as w why you wanted to do it, but I thought it'd be interesting to hear because, I mean, you're, you're coming at things from such an artistic um, side that, um, you know, and, and, and very creative, but then to go to such a traditional um, school, I, I'd like to hear like your, you know, your reasonings um, for why you, why you chose to do that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a good question. And sometimes, you know, there were moments when I was there that I asked myself the same thing. <laughs> what did you get yourself into? What am I doing here? <laughs> um, but it was, it was a definite no-brainer for me when I went and visited. I mean, I basically, I think one of the things about getting into a craft later in your life, like I started when I was 29 or I was looking at schools when I was 29, I wanted, I wanted to get good fast. You know, I, I wanted, I wanted yeah, to think. see. <laughs> okay. And uh, um. just rub it in. Um. <laughs> I'm not saying I succeeded, but that no. was my goal. Yeah. But, it, but it excelled you in your career. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I, I was looking at that school and it just like the focus on how to do things. It made me feel like after two years, so maybe I wouldn't get to you know, explore my own design sense as much as I would if I went to a school that focused on that kind of thing. But I figured that after two years at North Bennett, just the, the options that I would have as a maker, um, and I mean that just in terms, like, the, the amount of joinery that I knew, the number of finishing techniques, the, I mean, just, just the approaches. Like, I, I made as many projects as I could there just to collect information. Like, I just wanted to know everything I possibly could. So I made as fast as I could I made consistently like the hardest thing that I felt physically and emotionally capable of taking on um, in order to just learn as much as possible so that when I graduated, I could do anything I wanted with it. it I, was, think it's, I think it's, it's a, a fantastic way to go about it because it, it, seem, it seems to me like you, like you played to your, um, to your weakness, you know, instead, yep. of, instead of like everybody <laughs> does, you know, we, we all we all have the tendency to play to our strengths. So if I'm, right. if I'm good at this, then, then that's kind of the direction that I, that, that, that you go, but mm -hmm. you know, you, you already had kind of the artistic um, creative side of things, but, but then, you know, going to North Bennett and getting like the traditional, like a traditional foundation, I, I think is such a, it's such a great combination of um, to, to be for, for you to go forward now. I mean, to have that, to have that base and fundamental, but also to have your creative side. I mean, you can see it in the pieces that you made there. I mean, the 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 clock with the with with the glass, and mm -hmm. um, you know, just uh, the marquetry on the chair. The different the different pieces are very traditional, but yet you're you're bringing your flair um, to yeah. those pieces. I think that's just they're they're fantastic. Hey, I'm feeling really good about the choice right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling really good about it um, right now. Yeah. You can tell my parents. <laughs> they came around. <laughs> they came around. Yeah. They were like, I guess so you're really just going to do this? All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you know what? It's, it's also yeah. testament to the fact that going to a school where you learn how to sharpen and you start with the basics and you learn how to do things right from the beginning and you skip wasting a bunch of time, right? Yeah. Trying yeah. to learn yourself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah trying Absolutely. to learn on your own. 
Yeah. It is so. amazing what I don't know, though, because of that traditional education. Like somebody right. a couple weeks ago was trying to show me how to use a biscuit joiner. And I just couldn't figure it out. I was like, right, and then right. they were tried to, the domino just like blows my mind. It's, it kind of scares me. Cause I'm like, what did I even learn this all for? No. <laughs> um, yeah. I just, I like can't figure that stuff out. We weren't even really allowed to use Sander. So I, right. yeah. almost. Well, then, but it gives you a good, I think foundation. Cause I went to traditional trade school mm-hmm. and I don't do anything in that way anymore, but I think, it gave me a good step and stone like excelled me in the understanding and knowledge of construction and finishing and all the rest of it. Yeah. That then mm-hmm. I learned later on, you know, like using jigs and routers and this, that, the other, like yeah. crazy that came later for me. But so I think it's really important to learn concepts of a right. technique or process first before learning, you know, the actual process of say sharpening. You know, if you understand the fundamentals and the reason you're doing something, then you're going to learn a lot better or quicker and it's going to stick. And just if it makes sense to you, yeah, then you just excel that much faster, right? Yeah. I mean, rather I spent than, rather weeks. than somebody just showing you how to do something and you're like, okay, hold your hand like this and you're just doing it, but you're not really understanding why. Yeah. So, yeah, all that. We definitely didn't skip any steps in North Bennett. Right. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. So spent, I think, at least a week just trying to sharpen a single one-inch chisel. Because I'd never done any of it before. And it was so, it was all so new. And it was just, there was nothing in my past that I could use to help me. So you went in totally green. That was your... That was your first woodworking experience? I didn't even know what a hand plane was when oh I started there. Oh, my goodness. That is so cool. That's <laughs> yeah, awesome. Yeah, I remember the first day asking somebody where the blade was in the hand plane because I couldn't see it. I was like, how that does it cut? So like, what does it cool. do? You know, it, I taught a class last night. Was it last night? Yeah, last night. And this was the first class I had. And this is a beginning class, but... It's the first time I had people that they had they didn't know what a joiner was or a planer, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like, you know, you're, you're telling them, and their eyes just lit up, you know, like, whoa, what the heck? Like, mm-hmm. that's cool. I had no idea. So that's that's really impressive. Like, I, I thought you may have had some experience before you went in, but you just you just jumped right at it and picked a really good school to go to. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I feel like I said to a few people, I was just sort of like at a point in my life where I felt patient enough. Right. to go to that school because I did sort of have to put all of my design ambitions and all of my ideas sort of to the side for a while in order to right. learn. But I I just, I didn't want when I started making furniture for real, I didn't want like my skills to be the thing that were holding, that was holding me back. Right. Like I wanted to feel like I could just run with it. Yeah. Because now you have the artistic eye and now you're building on those skills. It, it's kind of unstoppable. You can do whatever you want because you <laughs> have the skills and you already had the artistic eye so it's kind of a, a good combination we'll see <laughs> <laughs> well, time will tell <laughs> did i wanted to ask you there's a chair on your instagram and, and this this makes really good podcasts because people love when i talk about what people's stuff on their instagram and they can't see it but <laughs> um there's a there's a chair it's a it's a very traditional chair um I was trying to see if you had a name on it. It's, it's a throwback. You said it's a throwback chair, and it's it's got a, a kind of a sculptural look to it with almost a crescent in the middle. Mm-hmm. 
and I just it's such a beautiful chat did you because just the hard lines that you've kept on it did you do that at North Bennett yep yep yeah okay that's that's good see but it seems and this was this um it seems like yeah, this put a little bit of a modern twist on this chair just because of those those subtle curves or was this based off of very traditional piece yeah i mean all of the shaping is sort of based on like sheridan chair backs but right. i didn't find that design anywhere it was yeah. more like you look at books and you just sort of absorb all the different shapes and sort of line quality that that style sort of embodies right, right. and then i just went and started drawing i love it it's it's a cool piece mm -hmm. i really do like it really it. is i love all that shaping just anything that has to do with like slowly turning wood from a flat into a round god i could do that all day that's why I love Windsor chairs so much because it's just so much time just like taking something and then like slowly and methodically whittling it down into a round shape that's got like mm -hmm. all of this like undulation and all of these like changes in terms of the way that um, all of the curves interact. I don't know. I could stare yeah, at that stuff all day. Yeah, it's pretty Yeah, you, you really and, do have a gift. You, um, and you, um, you took a class with uh, Peter. Is that right? Did you say yeah. Peter Galbert? Yeah. That has been the, one of the most fun things about my woodworking experience so far. It's just Pete and the relationship awesome. that we've built. Just be, I took one class with him, and then I we we saw we saw each other on and off at North Bennett. He comes and he teaches there pretty regularly, um, and he saw me carving um, the front panel for the piece of mine that's um, in this month's fine woodworking. And so he just walked by while I was working on it, and it's kind of a weird piece. And a lot of the pieces at North Weird Bennett, is good. Yeah, right? <laughs> As previously established, weird is good. I'm glad you guys agree. <laughs> so I was like, I was like reinterpreting like a 1650s sunflower right. chest. And he just sort of stopped and looked because he went to art school too. And he was just, I think, I think he saw something of his own background in what I was doing. And so we went out to lunch and we hung out. And I don't know, I think we just enjoyed talking and then I got this commission that was way out of my league um, for this curved Windsor settee oh, um, I yeah, love that, the seat on that thing is incredible oh my god that well, thing, the whole thing yeah it really yeah. got away from us that thing is we would walk into the shop in the morning and just look at it and be like damn you're so pretty. Like we just compliment it all day. <laughs> just talk to it. Yeah. That's um, awesome. Yeah, it was great. And so we got to work on that together because I, I got that commission and I'd only ever built um one comb back chair. And so I, I sent him an email asking if he knew anybody who would be willing to collaborate with me on it. And he was like, Are you kidding? I'm right here. <laughs> so freaking cool. Yeah. Wow. So how did you attach the two um biceps that are connected? Uh <laughs> <laughs> that was in one of I would say the same mood that oh, I was right. in when I made the uh, pancakes. Did, did, <laughs> the oh, mood that I, was okay. in. I thought you were gonna say a biscuit joiner. <laughs> biscuit joiner. No, I can't work those things. Man, uh, I was a little thrown off and I felt a little silly because I was like, okay, so that's got to be a part of the chair. What What is the bicep of this chair? And then, and then I looked down, I was like, oh, okay, I see it. <laughs> uh, I thought you were going to ask about those arm joints. Those were such a pain. I don't know how they were done traditionally. A bunch of people have gotten in touch with me and, you know, given me their 
two cents about how to do it because I posted about it in my Instagram the way that we troubleshot it. And oh my, yeah, it was like an entire day for me to just get those two joints in. But yeah. worth yeah. it. Yeah. Super cool. Oh, yeah. Worth it. That's, that's, <laughs> a, that's an incredible piece. So it was yeah. fun. So talk about, um, if you would, talk about the, the client for it. So oh yeah. So you've got well, the, how that came about. Yeah, how, how that how that came about. You know, I think that one of the other really lucky things about how my career has started thus far, I've heard from a lot of people um, who make furniture full time that, you know, you'll get sucked into jobs that you don't really enjoy, and that'll happen for a while. You know, people say say yes to everything, or at least you have to, at least in the beginning. But then there comes a point where you have to sort of start making the work that you want to be known for. Right. You have to start mm -hmm. making the work that you want people to commission from you, right? And I think that I was lucky in North Bennett in that I kind of started making that work. Like I, I started out making the work that I want to be making. And so when people saw it, those were the commissions that I got. So somebody saw my little, little like 1600s cabinet and, um, commissioned me to make a table for this house on Nantucket that they were restoring um, like full preservation style. So the thing is done totally in the era in which it was like originally built. And so that piece was like perfect for it. So I made their kitchen table and That's then, really cool. yeah, and then they liked it. And so they asked me to make this Windsor, you know, just sort of being like, oh, well, all furniture is the same, right? And it's like, Windsor technology <laughs> is like totally different. But I mean, I was like, absolutely, oh, I'll awesome. totally do it. And the cool thing about it is that um, the settee itself, it's the whole thing is curved. And the reason it's curved is because they have this like spiral staircase when you walk oh, into wow. the house cool. and it's got this like curved wall behind it. And so the settee is curved perfectly to fit the wall. Oh, that's crap. amazing. So, just yeah. to make it easy, huh? Just I know, right? When <laughs> <laughs> I delivered it, I was so scared because I was, I, yeah, I, I had to that radius, right? I know, I was like, oh my God, please fit this oh, no, freaking it's a, wall. <laughs> it's a convex curve. I made it backwards. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, shit. Oh, God. Yeah, oh, but it fit nice. perfectly. It was awesome. And the other cool yes, thing about that so piece cool. now is because it's um, it's like made to fit the house and the house is preserved, it has a preservation oh. easement, which means that, like, I guess the house on some level tax-wise belongs to Nantucket. And so all the pieces that are, like, quote, architecturally, in, like, integrated into the structure also belong to Nantucket. So that piece, like, belongs to Nantucket wow. yeah and it can yes. it can like never leave the house it's like historically <laughs> wow. connected now so it's kind of cool that's, that's really cool. Yeah. interesting did you screw it to the wall yeah <laughs> I actually pushed it up against the wall I hope the client isn't listening I pushed it up against the wall and a tiny bit of the green milk paint just like immediately <laughs> broke the wall it's like, damn it. Like, I pulled it out an inch. Pull out your, like, pull out your magic yeah. eraser. <laughs> yeah, right. well, I think Architectural Digest is going to shoot that house a little bit later this month, so I hope oh, they don't oh, notice. Yeah, or maybe oh, they'll fix no. it. I don't know. And, and they're going to, hopefully, I mean, you're going to get some cool pictures of the chest. That's yeah. You, do you have some good pictures of it in set no i so i was that's the how i found out that um architectural digest was coming i was photographing it and um one of my good friends who's 
a preservation mason on the island and is like head of that project she's like what are you doing you idiot like why are you trying to take like you're taking pictures she's like press like sorry architectural digest is coming to take those you think you're gonna like get anything good and so <laughs> it's like just wait for them right. to do the work and it's like oh sure yeah <laughs> so i guess they're like, they weren't even here i already got shots for you <laughs> yeah i've got some blurry iphone yeah, you photos should, you should send you know, those into architectural wanna, digest yeah, if they want to print those you know <laughs> i'll sell them <laughs> yeah sell them to you <laughs> yeah that's awesome so I don't know. It's been cool what was the so the paint the the paint on that i mean i know that's not just a just a one-step deal so can you explain a little bit about that process because i know that's that's you know some of the art um that's that's a um an art all unto itself i know that that pete has been developing and different things and i didn't know like if that was yeah. stuff that he that he had done or if that was stuff that you came up with how did that work no, I feel he's the real master of milk paint. Sure. I was like holding on by my fingernails trying to keep up with him on that. And he describes it like it's the easiest thing in the world, but it isn't. It's like, don't listen to him when he tells you that you can do it. Oh, it's so hard. But basically, um, yeah, it's he has this really nice process where um, he basically puts like a different color, like one color down and then shellac on top of that color and then a second color on top of that. And then you essentially like rub through that first, or sorry, the second color. And then mm -hmm. what the nice thing about the shellac is it keeps those two colors separate so that you don't get any like muddying of those two colors mixing together. You just get little, like little glimmers of the undercoat coming through. Yeah. Like exactly where you want them. So right on the edges of the carvings and it like highlights all the spindles and the facts that they're not like turned, they're all hand cut. So there's no sanding anywhere on it. And you can really see that and all the grain pops. And yeah, it's just really beautiful. Yeah, it's, wow. it's absolutely, absolutely stunning. That piece is it just it really I, is. both, both, both the, the form um, of the piece, but yeah, and the color of the piece is just, and I, and I, really cool. and I can just imagine that in situation where it's, where it's up against that curved staircase, it just, you know, it just makes it even, even better i mean yeah. just a spectacular piece really cool it's shockingly comfortable too i bet it is <laughs> I, all those <laughs> all those windsors are so comfortable because they just flex in under mm -hmm. underneath you that's right. so cool it's the magic of the greenwood right yeah yeah we joke that they're just gonna throw their magazines and sandals on it but um... <laughs> <laughs> well, it's gonna be so a really nice be, be a nice nice <laughs> Be a nice place to put on your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> on your way out, yeah. It's definitely a, a vacation home, so right, they're not going to be there too often, I wouldn't think. But that's, we'll that's be waiting for it. That's that's where it's going to be for now on. You know. That's, yeah. Yeah, that is awesome. a very cool little backstory. Yeah. About well, it. I think another thing that I really like that Pete always says, and I think it's something that something that I think about a lot when I make furniture is um, it's like would I buy this if I saw it at a yard sale like would I buy my own work <laughs> you know <laughs> um, I think that's like a good question to ask yourself honestly is, I mean yeah it's like does this really stand out does this really does this look does this pop like does this like really talk right. about how long it took to make can you really see the hand in it you know and I think right, right. that piece I think I would definitely I think I would buy it at a yard sale I like it. Oh yeah. That 
Yeah. That'd be a funny I hope, story. I hope too, we man. don't ever see it. <laughs> I, I made this, and then I bought it at a yard sale for ten bucks. Man, I I I actually have a crazy story of a friend of mine. Uh, maybe I shouldn't say. It. I don't think he listens. I want to say his name, but he will know if he's listening. But um, he got he was doing a talk, and he, someone asked him to tell the story. But he built a piece about twenty five years ago. And it's a very, it's an interesting, really cool piece, a lot of work. And 25 years later, or maybe 20 years later, he gets a call from one of his apprentices uh, that, that, you know, apprenticed with him and said, hey, I think I just saw your piece on Craigslist. <laughs> and he's like, no way, not my piece, uh-uh, not happening. And sure enough, this guy bought this house and they had to move stuff. And the piece, he couldn't get out of the, the room, so he chainsawed it down oh, the middle. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then he's no. trying to sell it. No, I'm not even kidding. And it's, he, he brought it back from the guy, and he, he's just about crying. But it was, I was like, oh, my goodness. Oh, no. I don't know what I would have done. <laughs> wow. But it's, a, it's an interesting thing when you, you know, recently I've talked to a lot of people about this, but, like, when, when you've been doing it a long time, you've got a lot of stuff out there. Mm-hmm. You kind of wonder, you know, like I have not been doing this long enough to be thinking that way, but you know, my, my mentor was, you know, 35 years in plus he's got quite a bit of furniture out there. Yeah. You just kind of, where's it all at? Yeah. 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 Where's it all at? Is it doing okay? It doing? <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's funny how we do wonder about it. You stay like, oh, yeah. spend that much time touching a thing and like taking, yeah. you know, yeah, definitely. I know Peter Follinsby has told, many times that he's seen his own pieces at junkyards. I think he found one in the garbage once and he's like, oh, I what? just left it there. <laughs> I just left it. There. He's like, I got oh, enough wow. of my own work everywhere anyway. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Well, yeah. what really counts is, is the fact that you made it. Nothing else matters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. As my friend Joel once I, says, once I get paid, fragile I ego. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Just stay away from Craigslist. Yep. <laughs> don't don't look under furniture. I know. <laughs> Use you furniture. Know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so Aspen, now now that you're you know you're done at North Bennett, and and you're going to be moving down to uh, North Carolina to do the Penland School. Um, I mean, the, you're going to be doing the, the the woodworking department there. But then what are you kind of envisioning um, for yourself in the future as far as, you know, the work, you know, the furniture work or or what things do you want to do? What are you going to do going going forward (laughs) with in the next two years? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 next two years. I'm going to go to the moon. Not this far in two years. What's the next damn two years going to look like? Oh, man. I think I need to take a long nap first. (laughs) That's my first plan. Yeah. I mean, I first part of the reason why I'm excited to go to Penland is because I'm excited to see. I mean, there are a lot of things that I don't even hadn't even thought of, like the glass or um, I like the um, hand carved hardware, which is something that I can't wait to get into. Um, I mean, I honestly I still would really like to apprentice with somebody and I say that just because I really like the idea of committing to a craft and learning it inside and out and doing mm-hmm. that while I'm developing my own design work. Um, right. 
that being said, like I, I'm talking to a, a number of different designers right now about um, making lines. And so I think that could be something that that could be something that would be really rewarding, right? To like follow an idea all the way through right, right. and make mm. an entire set of furniture, like a collection, essentially, um, you know, working that enameled stuff into a number of different forms oh, and then yeah. playing with that same style awesome. in the marquetry, right? And mm. trying to see if there's an entire collection in that. Oh, and then moving on to something else, right? That's pretty cool. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I never know, you know, and then learn a new material and then I can't help it. Well, we all talked about how crazy cool your stuff was when we thought, yeah, she's going to be a great candidate for the show. And so this is awesome to have you on. And I just, you know, just if people go to your website or your Instagram page, you're going to be blown away. So if you're listening to this and you haven't seen <laughs> yeah, it, I think I think the best thing to do is to go to go to like your Instagram page or go to your website if you if you're listening to the show and then you can kind of <clears throat> kind of follow along. I mean that's kind of what we're doing. We're I know I know I've got I've got the you know the iPad in front of me and I've just been scrolling through your work while we're <laughs> oh, talking man. trying to trying to keep up with <laughs> with what we're uh-huh. talking about. It's just I mean it's it's cool. I mean that's and that's one of the cool things about you know having having the web a website and the and the Instagram this is that you can have the visual images up of of what it mm-hmm. is that you're what you're showing and man the yeah. stuff that you show is just fabulous. God, oh, yeah, my really face is, is cool. bright red. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta check out those pancakes. Yeah, it's all about the pancakes really when it's it comes down to it. <laughs> I'll do a whole series of inlaid foods just for you, you Phil. <laughs> yes. Please do. <laughs> I want some bangs and mash. And... All right. That's the first one? All right. I'll work on it. Let's see it. Work on it. <laughs> I was actually thinking Make about doing a hot dog for some reason. I was like, stop hot making dog. stupid food marketing. <laughs> Dude, that's, so new, that's a new hashtag. What is this even about? <laughs> that could be a whole new segment in fine woodworking magazine. It's probably that first set of pancakes done in marketing <laughs> ever. <laughs> I'll pitch it to them. <laughs> See what they say. <laughs> what kind of syrup is that? Wenge? Oh, it's rosewood. Rosewood. Oh. Rosewood, of course. Hey, speak, speaking of speaking of fine woodworking, you just got you, you were just at the fine woodworking what did do they call it fine woodworking live? Was that what it was? Mm-hmm. Was that what the I, I yep. get I get lost in the lives. There's shop talk live and there's fine woodworking live, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So Talk about that experience. I haven't, I haven't ever been to their to their event. I mean, I know, I know, um, you know, like Ben Strano and mm-hmm. uh, and, um, and and Barry um, there. Uh, yeah. Can you talk a little bit about about your experience at that show? I I love it. I mean, it just being surrounded by that many wood nerds at mm-hmm. one time is just. Mm-hmm. It's so fun. I mean, every single person wants to talk about the most nitpicky, ridiculous woodworking details. And, you know, and everybody there loves making things. Um, And it's also, it's just a great way to, I think for me, like meet a lot of my heroes. Um, And, you know, I ran into, you know, I run into Nancy Hiller, you know, and she's like, oh, I've seen your stuff. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, how? <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just one of these incredible 
it's like Instagram. It's like anything that just, you know, it allows people to connect based on what they love. Um, right. I sound like I'm such much like selling this event, but it, <laughs> <laughs> it's over. It's <laughs> over now. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, be next, sure. next year's advertisement. But yeah. <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and I get to like throw popcorn at Peter Galbert from the back of the room, which is always fun. And, um, <laughs> while he's trying to demo, I think, um, you know, I mean, it's the mini lessons are really great, but for me, it's mostly, I, I just like, sharing space with these people who are becoming like real friends of mine um and just people who i really like knowing um so yeah i mean if if there's somebody who you want to meet i say go and generally the person who's sitting next to you you know whoever they happen to be like you're gonna have a bunch in common with that person if you just chat it up um yeah yeah that's really cool there's a lot of a lot of late night pool games yeah, at the bar, <laughs> pretty fun. Sure. <laughs> yeah, it looked it looked like it yeah. looked like it was a great it looked like it was a great event from the things that I, you know, from the things that I saw. Um, oh yeah. Uh, it looks like yeah. You know, and those and any of those events, yeah, the camaraderie at those events, everybody, you know, everybody kind of speaks the same language that that uh, you, we don't get to speak Queen's English. Queen, right? Queen's English. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> it's like the one place where nobody tells you to stop talking about woodworking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <right. laughs> like, oh my God, please just shut up. <laughs> yeah. I, I need to go one year. I really do. I, I've, I've always, I haven't pulled a trigger, but it looks like a lot of fun. Oh, I think it's great. And there are so many just like, sweet people there too i mean the staff of fine woodworking they're also just a a bunch of you know supportive weird nerds and i love them (laughs) except for ben strana oh yeah that guy doesn't tag he doesn't tag me when he posts (laughs) thanks ben find woodworking live and then you can bring it up in person (laughs) there you go bring it on he's pretty big though so maybe i'll (laughs) i'm I'm a little guy (laughs) no they are they're all freaking awesome it's it's crazy and that's like you said instagram blew me away because i I was the same i was like no one woodworker just doing my thing and then all of a sudden i'm like getting to talk to my heroes you know and they're actually responding to me i'm like oh my god I'm running in and showing my wife. I'm like, look, look, Tim Coleman uh, yeah. just <laughs> said hi to me. Yeah. Tim Coleman <laughs> was at Fine Woodworking. Yeah. Uh, you know, so and cool. only because of that place and then because of Instagram, you know, could somebody like him know me? It's the same thing. Yeah. 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 It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's unbelievable. You know, and you walk and, up. And worldwide, actually, right? Yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's I mean, look, crazy. I, know, I know Ramon now, you know, and Ben. <laughs> uh-huh. 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 These two guys. Right. <laughs> Just a year ago, I was so, in so the you... shop, and, and here I am having a podcast with you fine folk. <laughs> <laughs> How do you I'm think going... I feel? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we'll, we'll know Tim just wait <laughs> just, just wait two years <laughs> yeah, that's awesome yeah. well cool. Oh, cool well I probably should get to that time before it craps out on yeah. us but, <laughs> yeah yeah so Aspen you want to kind of tell where you can be found your sure. Instagram handle etc yeah I yeah. mean Any, anything coming up Any, <laughs> you know anything 
Um, well, I mean, other than my big move to Penland School of Craft, so obviously come check that out. But um, yeah, I mean, you can see all my work on Instagram at Aspen underscore Golan. Um, last name G-O-L-A-N-N, but there aren't a lot of Aspens out there. <laughs> no, yeah, that's a cool name. I do um, and um, my website is the same. It's just AspenGolan.com. Um, it's simple. Yeah. And shows, you know, figuring it out. <laughs> Your goals for the next two years? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think uh, seeing if I can keep making things, right, and while also doing a job. But I think, it, yeah. I think it'll be great. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, it's the real world, right? That's... There you go. That's pretty cool. Well, there's a lot of awesome opportunities uh, just around the corner for you, especially going to such a creative space like the Penland. So yeah. excited to see what you get get up to. Yeah, I no feel really kidding. lucky. <laughs> yeah, spectacular yeah. stuff, Aspen. Really, really cool. Thank, <clears throat> thank, thanks so much for for um, being on. Coming on with us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I said to Ben, she's probably not going to say yes to this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always shocked when people do say yes. Uh, <laughs> really? We're all just hanging out alone in our shops yeah. looking for somebody to talk to. Right? We're just sad. We're just sad. <laughs> That's what it is. We go to or go to events like Fine Woodworking just to talk to other woodworkers, you know? Totally. <laughs> yeah. It works. Oh. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for having me. It's oh, been a absolutely. lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. You bet. Well, Ramon, you want to you want to leave us out? Do your thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Thank you so much, Aspen, for for taking the time to be on the show, and and thanks a ton to our growing audience for tuning in once again to another episode of Woodworkers Podcast. We always appreciate it. And again, if you have any questions about this show, past shows or suggestions for topics for upcoming shows, simply drop us a line. Our email, info at woodworkerspodcast.com. Oh, and real quick, as we mentioned on our last show, we are now on Patreon. And our first list of signups, we've got a few names here. Jason Taylor, Carmen Morley. Any relation, Phil? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Jim Lindley, uh, Jay Gargiulo Gargiulo, I think that's Italian I hope I didn't jack that up Amanda Russell and Steve Beckman yeah man so that's really fantastic it really means a lot to us and so on behalf of Ben and Phil and the super talented Aspen Golan I'm Ramon Valdez and we'll catch you right here on the next episode of Woodworkers Podcast ciao for now yeah Uh, thanks guys appreciate it thanks Aspen thank Thank you you so much yep awesome yeah, yeah. Thanks, Aspen. Really appreciate it. So fun. Great job. <laughs> Talk to you later. Cheerio. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> That's my line, people. Ciao. Yeah. Ciao. <laughs> bye. Couldn't come up with anything, could you, Phil? <laughs> Man, I was like, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> I, I, I stole his it. Cheerio. <laughs> I did. So, yeah. That was for the little t-shirt comment. <laughs> I'm just jealous, man. I'm just jealous. <laughs>